Hello, dang Salamak, dang Tang King, beyond the ball. Or as they oh, say, you said, it, <laughs> I said it quick enough, so I hope it made sense. <laughs> uh, so that is a big hello to everybody in Malaysia that's listening because um, we got to number two in Malaysia, Paddy, for some reason, and we stayed there for ages. Um, wow. Now we're after dropping a little bit to uh, to ninth there, but that was that was just a little. Uh, and they have a population of over seven million. 30 million, isn't it? Oh, 30 million, yeah, that's the one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man, you're selling ourselves there. You're taking the world. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah. seeing as you're, we're going uh, multicultural now, I'll say hello to our French colleagues. Uh, so, hello, my name is Pedvic, and welcome <laughs> to the show. So, that's my French. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah, that was good. Uh, I won't do any German, because we might get banned. So, Paddy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to be looking back at the weekend fixtures. Uh as we can tell, there's one person missing. Oh, what an absolute snake. Um, <laughs> we're missing the one thing we really needed for this week. And where is and he? was a Liverpool fan. And he's over in the gas chambers in Auschwitz. <laughs> he'd, he'd rather be over there than watch Liverpool on the telly. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it is. Uh, so, yeah, now in fairness, Connor is actually over in uh, Auschwitz. I don't know what else to say. It, it sounds like I'm like hanging him to dry there, but he's he's actually he is actually over in, in Auschwitz at the uh, <laughs> the chamber. So uh, yeah, so uh, we're gonna miss Connor this week because Paddy Liverpool lost yet again. Liverpool are in the mud. Klopp is getting sacked. That's what I think. It has to be. It's not. It's not a Liverpool appreciation night. It's a Liverpool depreciation night. Because yeah, I agree. my god, they've been so bad. The Klopp syndrome. This was a seven season syndrome, something like that. Yeah, was. yeah. Six. Something's six, very six. weird going on. Bigging up yeah. Trent the weekend. After a minute, he gives away a goal, then gets injured. One of his own players kicked him to get him off the pitch. I heard. Yeah, he's a joker. Uh, Connor did show three two to Arsenal last week with a Martinelli goal, and did say that Martinelli was going to cause Trent serious issues down the wing, and he was spot on. So fair play to Connor. Um, Paddy, I suppose we won't dick around. We're going to jump in. We have a few bits of uh, news and stuff like that to cover as well. Um, so we're going to jump straight into our football review. Paddy, um, I did say that I was a time traveler and I did say I was guaranteeing it was going to be 3 1 to Chelsea, but unfortunately, I was a little bit wrong. Uh, we didn't actually concede. It was uh, a different dimension. It was. I think that's what it was. Uh, so we won 3 0. Uh, again, a convincing win. Mm. Uh, I did always say that Potter was a great manager and uh, yeah. never, yeah. never doubted him. Uh, magic. So at the moment, I'm I'm happy that we're getting results. Um, three but, scorers. Three different scorers. Um, mm. But. It's hard to still, for me, get a little bit excited about Chelsea. So I need to give it a while and um, see how it plays out. But yeah, overall, happy with Chelsea. How are they done? Um, it was nice to see Diego Costa getting a really good um, reception from the Chelsea fans. Uh, no, it wasn't. Leaving. He's a scumbag. He's an absolute legend. He's an absolute <laughs> legend, and you know it. He's a oh, fucking yeah. nut job. Um, yeah, no job, yeah. Should be in the UFC or something. 
<laughs> so I was I was looking forward to seeing how him and, and Thiago would get on, but it was look, it was it wasn't much really happening. Um delighted, delighted for, for Chelsea to get a win. Uh not conceding. Great to see. Brock kept it in as my goalkeeper in the fancy football. So um technical tactical genius, some would say. Uh Paddy, what did you make of Chelsea? Have you been impressed so far? Um of, of course I've been putting a bit of a downer on it because Tutor got sacked and Potter came in, but when you actually look at our league position, it's not too bad. Like I'm argue with it. You cannot yeah. argue with that league position. Um, considering the start he had as well, I think everyone kind of held their breath and thought, oh, it's not going to be a good move. But he has the players playing for him. Um, they're playing good football. Watching this, we're, we're doing a watching along here for the Chelsea game as well as we're as we're talking here. So I'm hoping secretly that AC Milan win. But um. This is a I'm shit not. competition anyway. I only care about the Europa League and anyway, because this is shit. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Chelsea, yeah, they seem to be doing very well, picking up points. Um, we have you now next week, United Chelsea next week, isn't it? Uh well, you have C this week coming or this weekend coming. Or sorry, yeah, Newcastle, Newcastle this weekend. Oh, we have Newcastle, um, yeah, and then and then we have Tottenham and Chelsea over the yeah. next the, the following week. That's right, yeah. Yeah, um, so. yeah, you you still have to I suppose how have you beaten anyone big since Potter came in? Not really, like um AC Milan, I suppose you call them big, like that we, we beat AC Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good chance. Yeah. How are you feeling as a Chelsea supporter? I know you, um, you, you can't hang on, don't don't sit on the fence. No, I'm not sitting on the fence because I did say when when Tucci was sacked and Potter came in, I didn't get excited, it didn't excite me. I wasn't like, oh brilliant, this is gonna be a future Chelsea, this is gonna be great, this is gonna be blah blah blah. I kind of, I kind of said, this is a bit shit, isn't it? Like, um, I was kind of a little bit deflated that we had sacked Tuchel and took a step back. Now, yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff online and I talked to a lot of people online. The majority of English people were um, back in par, obviously because he's English. I mean, it makes sense because they want one of their own, similar situation to being Stephen Kenny here, um, one of their own doing well. Uh, but for me, I don't give a shit if he's English, French, uh, African, Nigerian, whatever he is. Uh, African's not country, but whatever. Um, I don't care where they're from once once they can get the team to win. And that's all I care about. So for me, for, for someone to say to me, oh, but he's an English coach. My response to that is I couldn't give a bollocks where he's from. Uh, he hasn't he hadn't managed in a top club. Uh, he hadn't handled any big, massive personalities, I don't think. Um yeah. And this is his first test, and this is his real test. So, look, it's going well so far. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I, look, Paddy, you know as well as I did, I was never not going to support Chelsea, but it's kind of this thing where I felt like I, I was going to fucking slate him off. Like, if he give me an inch, and I was going to run him all with it um, because of how um, cutthroat Chelsea were with, with Sack and Tuchel. So, um, I'm happy with how Chelsea are going, but I will be absolutely fucking grabbing Potter by the bollocks if he makes a fuck up. So at least um, have yeah, that's why Villa, then then Brentford and then United in the next three games. So you would be expecting to pick up six points at least there. Yeah, you'd yeah, you'd have to imagine at least at least six points. Um yeah, Paddy, we'll move off Chelsea then. We'll move on to the calamity. Arsenal versus Liverpool. Now we did say at the start of the pod that Connor had called 3-2 to the Arsenal. Uh, a great show 
called the goal scorer as well and did call the fact that Martinelli was going to absolutely roast Trent Alexander-Arnold, who has, for the last couple of weeks, been found out that he is a fraction... Oh, sorry, he's there. I'm just in on the box there. Uh, a fraction of the player... Yeah, he's a fraction of the player that people actually give him credit to be, I think. And the audacity of people to even try to compare him to Reese James is an absolute shambles. I were bored of this conversation now. Yeah, okay. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. You love this and you know it. But I need something. I need do you know what I'm gonna do, Paddy? I'm gonna put an open invite to anybody on the uh, I might do it next week. Anybody on the podcast that follows the page, I'm gonna put the link on the page where they can join in and I'm gonna let them say whatever they want to say. What do you think? Is it a bit risky? Yeah, yeah. what could go wrong? <laughs> I mean, it seems like nothing could go wrong there. Like, <laughs> so I, I might, will I might look into that. We'll have a chat, me, you, yourself, and Connor after the pod, maybe, and see what we really think about that one. Because I'd love to do that. Get someone in that's going to be maybe passionate. Put a disclaimer on before we start. Yeah, I mean, we should probably put a warning on every podcast before we start because we don't know what road it's going to go down. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so how did you? Did you watch the match for one, Paddy? Yes, I did. I was. What did Christmas you make of it? And I got to go into the bar uh, next door, and I was sitting with an Arsenal fan and a load of Liverpool fans, and it was heaven. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely, I have to say. Oh, they're miserable. They're all starting to go back under a rock now that they were there for 20 years. Now they're coming back, and now they're going back in. Uh, Trent, shocker. Like I, I literally said it in the pub, and they were all laughing all about. Like I think it was one of Liverpool's players that actually kicked him to injure him. Um, yeah. Luis Diaz injured now as well, out till December. Right. Best player of the season so far. Out till um, December. December, yeah. Jesus, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big loss. Um, I just don't see how they're going to turn it around because I didn't see a lot from that game that would really, you know, give you a lot of confidence. Um, Nunes scored. The, the defense looks so shaky. The midfield, you know, they, they don't look like they have the legs to last 90 minutes. Um, Arsenal, though, give them credit where it's due. Um, they, they, they just keep on pulling out these results. They've done it against Spurs, where we yeah. thought Spurs were going to beat them. Well, I, I think on the consensus, consensus on this podcast was that Spurs are going to beat them. Um, I think. Everybody taught me, you know, Liverpool have a very good chance, but they keep on answering the critics and they're still top of the table. Even Pep tried to put a bit of um, pressure on them before the game, saying, no, they're the best team in the league. They have more points yeah. than us. And you could tell yeah. it was a little bit of mind games there. Definitely. Um, well, Arteta would know well exactly what Pep is doing there. After working under him so long, he knows exactly what's going on there. Like, the only way, the only thing he can really say there is he needs to just silence that and shut that down straight away with his players. Like keep them yeah. focused because that that can play. Uh, it is something very similar, but when you actually watch the likes of um, the documentaries, the the all or nothing documentaries, them players see absolutely everything that's said. And do you know the way like they come out and they act professional and they say, "No, look, we're uh, we're concentrated on the game. We're we're doing this. We're doing that." They are a hundred percent well involved in what's going on in that news. So. Um, for Pep to come out and say something like that, that definitely I think can play something in their head. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, what's this? What the mind games are all about? Like they know well that there's things. Yeah. And someone of the stature of Pep saying something like that, you do start thinking to yourself, "Are we the best in the league? Are we not?" Yeah. You really need to be strong mentally. Yeah. What did you think of the game? 
Yeah, it was great. Um, it was great to watch because um, I just thought our Arsenal were, were the far better team. To be honest, I, I, it's it's just great seeing Liverpool struggle and just their their ridiculous fans going back into their little their little box and uh, cowering in the corners and keeping quiet. It's great. It's <laughs> great to see. It is so clean now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like some priest has come and just like blessed me being me uh be feared but paddy i suppose we do have to talk about now we we can be our anti-liverpool selves and we can we can jump down the trout straight away but what's your honest opinion of klopp at the moment and like do you think he's actually under pressure he has to be yeah, someone said, I think if results go against them this weekend and they lose, they could be down to like 16th or something like that. It's their worst um, start in 10 years. Yeah, like, like if you look at what's eight games, 10 points, that's, yeah. that's a shocking return. A shocking, shocking return. Um, considering where they were, like they, they were the last year they were being talked about as the best team in the world, even you know, with the even really. And I think, yeah. I think that really, um, rubbed City up the wrong way because they were still being called the best team in the country and City had won the league and City were like, oh, what the hell? Like, what do we have to yeah. do here? Yeah. Um, but I've no idea what's after happening. Like, like we can talk about injuries all we want, but for the majority of the team to just, their form to fall off a cliff, even Salah now doesn't look Salah, like so it was, he was one I was going to bring up and it was, a, it was a similar thing that I think we saw with the likes of Aubameyang where Salah's got his big multi-million pound contract and all mm. of a sudden, it's, it's as if he's down tools and he doesn't look arsed. I think he got whipped off. Uh, I can't remember what minute it was, but even him sitting on the bench, he just looked disinterested and he didn't yeah. look like he was fucking bothered by what was going on. But yeah. it, they just seem like a completely different team. Um, we obviously there was a few incidents in the in the match that we'll touch on later in the in the news section. Um, but the midfield for them, Henderson and Thiago. They need a serious strength, I think, in, in, in December. Like, fair enough, Thiago's not bad when he's on the ball. But keeping him injury-free is a massive problem for them. Um, yeah. And even Henderson and Fabinho, they're just getting older. Red card? They're really struggling. What? Red card for the oh AC Milan. Is this a pen? Is this a yeah. pen? Yeah. Giroud is a gorgeous looking bastard, isn't he? No. Oh my god, we've got a Tamari. Oh my god, it was Tamari that got sent off? No, it's today. Chelsea. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> right Tamari, now, Tamari, doing us a favor. Hold on, here we go. Here's the replay. Mason absolutely molesting him. Molesting him. Red That's card, soft. Though, red card. Soft red card. It's probably a pen, but a red card's a yeah, yeah penal. Probably not red card. No way well, is that a red card. So I was only looking up this rule um, last week or the week before. And the rule states that if you make a genuine intent... So this is actually a, the correct call from the ref. Because the rule only states... Unless you make a genuine attempt to go for the ball. And like by stopping it. like So, so in other words, a tackle. That's a red card because he, he hasn't gone for the ball. And he's just blatantly pulled them down to stop a goal scoring opportunity. So I was only reading this the other day, um, because yeah. there was another, 
There was another soft red card. You need to get a life what you're reading this shit. I know, yeah, no, I got through the FA rules. I, I, I believe it was an argument I was having with somebody on TikTok, which isn't like me, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, like, these, if these are all complaining about the actual rule where, like, you get a red card with the thing, he's, he's after calling it right because um, he hasn't gone for the ball. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a pen and a red card, unfortunately, um, for Tamari, who I always rate as a... I think he was one of Chelsea's biggest mistakes getting rid of him. Actually, thought he's a really good defender. Um, and so I'm oh, sorry, not so much now. But maybe, maybe it was uh, their grandmaster plan. They knew when they sold him, he was going to get a red card here and give away a penalty. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Oh, so we've got a pen right. for Chelsea. It's dragging out here. So, um, yeah. So Liverpool are going to have to strengthen up. I think. Uh, yeah, Paddy, but Klopp, a quick let's go back to look at the opinions on Klopp. Klopp, yeah, yeah. So what do you, like, what, what what do you think? Honestly, honestly, let's let's take the biased hats off. Let's put yeah. our so, uh, Monday night football heads on your character. Right, so, so this is this is my honest opinion on the on the situation with, with Jurgen Klopp, right? Yeah, he's got rid of Mane, who I think he probably thought wasn't going to be as big as a loss as he thought. Maybe with Diaz coming in, and although Diaz was playing alongside him, and obviously on the opposite side or whatever, but um, I think he thought that he probably could have got away with it. Now, look at the end of the day, Mane probably made his decision up and said, "Right, fuck this, I'm going." Um, um, sorry, why is Mount getting booked? Oh my god, uh, sorry, I'm finding a hard constraint now because Chelsea are about to take panel. Go on, you you go, I'll, I'll give my opinion first, Emily. Yeah, go, yeah, go on. Okay, I, yeah, I'm uh, similar to what you were saying there. If you look at Mane leaving the club, um, you don't see many of the like that that's playing consistently and was one of the stars of the team, leaving one of the best teams in the world if they're happy under the manager. Now, it seemed like Mane was dreadfully unhappy at Liverpool. Mm. No stories have come out, but he was dying to get out there. And Salah wouldn't have been too unhappy to leave either if he hadn't got his big money move. So yeah. it makes me think... Can't, like, here, we here we go. Because he... like yeah! what, what Klopp has done there has on, he has Georgia. made a team of slightly above average players play way above their standard yeah because if you look at that shut up Sorry. <laughs> is that is that just google reading it what to say is it no <laughs> yeah 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 no he's one of the can he handle the big stars and when they become a big star um he lost his biggest stars when he was at dortmund um, he's after building a team of world-class players now at Liverpool and things just don't seem to be working out. Um, look, this is just a theory. Um, theories are there to be spoken about and taken apart. But yeah. there's something fundamentally going wrong now at Liverpool Football Club. And I don't think any Liverpool fan could put their finger on it. But there must be something going on in the background. I, I honestly, I honestly think there's a massive lack of squad depth, and I think we touched on it last week when we were talking to Connor. <clears throat> For instance, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, that right back, where he's been performing way below. I know, keep going back to Trent, but it's only because he gets he gets talked about being so good. Like, um, mm. he's been really struggling, and every single Liverpool fan always goes, "Oh, he should be playing in midfield. His passing range is unbelievable." But yet, there's no way to move him into midfield because they don't have. A covering right back. Um, now they are getting—I can't remember his fucking name—the right back, the young lad, um, coming back for them. 
um, into right back. But I don't think they're going to do that as an option. I don't, I don't think that's going to be an option for him. So I, I think there's a severe lack of depth in that squad. I think why aren't they signing players? I don't know. And and you know what? You're like we have to look at it because they did sign players, Paddy. They they did sign Nunes. They did sign um, mm. Diaz. Yeah. Now let's let's call a spade a spade. Nunes is an absolute fucking donkey. Um, Diaz is a lot better than I think everybody thought he was going to be including probably yeah. flop. Um, they signed that guy, what's his fucking name? Um, Juventus. Yeah, and there's rumors of them wanting to sign him already. Oh, he's, sorry, he's sell, injured sell, now. He's out him. for three months. Right, so they, they can't even do that. So they signed him and then they wanted to sell him straight away because they obviously said, right, this fella's not up to fucking scratch. Mm. Um, so we can't 100% say they're not signing players because it's not 100% true. They are signing players. Um, I just think well, Nunes, they put all their eggs in one basket with him. But all during the summer, all you kept on hearing was, you know, oh, we'll, we'll only sign the right players. But they're not, yeah. as you said, they're not covering the positions they need to cover. Yeah. The, the, the massive gap for them, like I said, is midfield at the moment. And they've they yeah. done absolutely zero to um to cover that. So, and, sorry. Yeah. Look, and look, any, any other supporter in the league, like they could Liverpool could say, well, look at United, look at this, look at that. But if you look at any manager that's been managing the team, say, look, look at Pepe City and the amount of cover he has at every position. Klopp has been at the club seven years now. He should have been planning for all eventualities with his squad. You need yeah. backup for every single position there. And he just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, just if anybody's watching on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, wherever you might be watching, just make sure you hit subscribe, like, comment. You can send a comment in to, to us if you want, if you have an opinion on something. Uh, we'll read it out. We'll give you a response, give you our opinion on it. Um, and if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe and follow as well. Um, but Paddy, are you, what what is the likelihood you think of Klopp actually getting sacked? Uh, see where they are when it comes around to the World Cup. I did this season. I don't see it, but yeah. Um, you see, it's 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 going to be it's going to work two ways because. What might happen is it might come to the end of the season and if he's not backed in the transfer market or it seems like the owners are kind of saying, well, we'll hang on till the start of next season. We can't really sack him now because the, the fans, will be uproar. Yeah. But if Klopp's not getting the back and then he might push to be sacked. He might aggravate to be sacked because yeah. he doesn't want to leave the club because he, he won't get his contract paid out then. Exactly, so he'll want yeah. to get sacked to get paid yeah. out. So you reckon um, he'll come out and do something similar to who was it that done it? Um... But Rogers Someone done it recently. Someone done it recently, and they they said that they weren't being backed in the yeah. window, and then they got sacked. Um, I can't remember who it was. It was Bournemouth, wasn't it? Not, uh, not Bournemouth. Um, Steve. Oh, second... so Scott Parker was it? Scott Parker. Scott Parker. Scott Parker. It was Scott Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think like yeah, could go down the lines of that. I think he's probably done too much for them over the last couple of years to sack him. Um, so I and I do think that if you were ever to to see Klopp being sacked, it'll be a hundred percent the thing where. Oh, there's mutual consent there, and just for for both parties, it seems the right the right thing to do or whatever. Like so, um, that's that's what I think we'll see. I don't think he's gonna get sacked, although I'd love to see it just to because absolute content if he gets sacked. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I don't see it happening really, to be honest. Can you remember like what Champions League final last year? If they don't make the Champions League this year and they're back in the Europa League or the Conference League next season, have you ever seen such a fall from grace? I know, I know, and talk talk about like you're fucking back down to earth because the quadruple was literally well the last four or five weeks in the season was still on their mind, yeah. and now all of a sudden 
struggling for fourth. And people laughed at me. People laughed at me when I done me uh, me predictions. I done it on TikTok, and I said, uh, you know, I said City were going to dominate the league. I said Spurs were going to finish second, and I said, oh Jesus, oh fucking hell, Drew's Mister Sitter. The, the ex Chelsea players really helping us out. Uh, I said Chelsea were going to finish third, and I said Liverpool were going to finish fourth. Like people laughed at me at that, and then said you're you're delusional. You haven't got a clue about football, but. Mm. That's clap there. He's at the main sack. Uh, but like that's that's what I that's what he's saying, and that's what I saw with um with Mane leaving and, and and Nunes. I didn't rate Nunes anyway, so you know I was calling a fucking spade a spade there. Like I was just mm. saying, called what I saw and it, look, it seems to be happening. So um we will see at the end of the season. They may they may prove us all wrong and go on a massive run and become unbeaten. But I really don't see it. Like I really no. think they're going to struggle. The one the easiest to play against defensively at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Van Dijk's been off the boil as well. Paddy, I think Arsenal we move on from from in the weekend. Sorry, we're not even really talking about Arsenal, but like we did, we did kind of touch on it a little bit. But like we spoke a little bit about their credentials last uh, last week about winning the league. This has surely submitted it completely that they're title contenders now. I yeah, I, I was I was a season too late. I thought last season they hadn't got a uh, Europa yeah. League, the COVID season that they were really going to come good. Yeah. Um, and I had a feeling Arteta was going to do something good at the club. And um, yeah. I see them now challenging us the, the way they are now. Absolutely not. But yeah. um, fair play to them. They've signed well. Um, Jesus, uh, Odegaard, Megan Odegaard, captain. Some brave decisions he's made. And they seem Odegaard to all be paying captain, off. Odegaard captain, Paddy. It, it's what? a weird... I think that's a weird one. Odegaard is captain. It's he doesn't seem very vocal or anything like that. And look, looking at that All or Nothing um, documentary, he was probably one of the quietest in the dressing room. Like, but let's look at what Abamyang said during the week about Arteta wanting a bunch of young kids because they won't stand up to him. Yeah. Maybe he wants a captain that he can control, but that will can control things on the pitch. I don't know. He obviously picked them for a reason that we don't know about. And it seems to be working because they're playing some beautiful football. They're getting some great results. Yeah. And uh, boy, oh, still jealous. can't look past City for the league. Well, no, no, United, no, actually. Sorry, and then City second. And then Jesus, Arsenal. that's a red card. That's a red card. Oh, that's a yellow fucking hell. That could have been a red card there for Sterling. That looked very fucking... That looked too full. He kind of went over the ball. Nearly fucking kicks your man in the face. Uh, Paddy, we're going to move off Liverpool for now on Arsenal. Uh, we will be chatting a little bit about Liverpool in a while anyway. Um, on to something you'll be delighted to see. Yeah. Everton oh, won, Manchester United 2. Paddy, tell me how you felt during this game. After five minutes, I was like, oh, shit. But yeah. even then, like we were, I was looking at the game and we are playing well. You know, one thing I'm, I'm seeing a lot of with United now is one touch, crisp pass, no more doddering on the ball. Like they're playing good football. Um, yeah. And if you look to start this season, last season, it was all two, three touch football and nobody was confident on the ball. Everyone kept on losing the ball. Um Casemiro, I thought, I think, got a lesson for that fourth goal. He got yeah. away with it because he got the assist, and then he had a decent game afterwards. But I think he realizes that maybe in La Liga you can saunter on the time. ball every now and again. Yeah, you have you time, cannot yeah. do it in the Premier League. You cannot yeah. do it. But I do think he's going to be a great signing for us. Um, yeah. I, th- I, I think he really uh, shores up the midfield. Him and Eriksson, I like the look of it. Um, Fernandez there. Uh, Petey Martial went off injured again. It is a concern. 
Yeah. He's getting injured an awful lot. Now, it was a back when it wasn't the Achilles, like the last injury he had. But um, Ronaldo comes on, gets a 700 goal. Um, good, good to see. So, there must be a massive must be a massive boost for him and for the United fans, I suppose, to see Ronaldo actually coming on and being involved in a goal. He may not have had his best game anyway, but you know what I mean? He, he, he tried, he was, you can still see he's trying hard, but apparently he's very good with the younger lads, um, mm. which is always and always a thing that I thought Alex Ferguson done really well was he always had them experienced players around and it was almost as if they learned by just watching somebody who was setting a standard absolutely and, and, and the say say like the nevels and the skulls is they'll talk about how they had the players there yeah. above them to, to show them the way they didn't win yeah. like when they said kids won the league they didn't win the league it was the people yeah. that you know were watching their back the bruces the cantonas the us that were looking yeah. after them then and yeah ronaldo was doing it on his own here um i think fernandez as captain is doing a great job and i think he should get the arm the armband full time um do you think he's after stepping up big time now that Ronaldo cut not not so much stepped away or, or, or like pulled back a little bit, but got but got taken out of the team and it was almost like Fernandez was nearly it was like he was playing with his idol and he just always wanted to give the ball to Ronaldo and it would make him less of a player because he was so fixated on trying to do one thing and getting the ball to Ronaldo. Um, now people are still doing it, but not as much as as it affected Fernandez. He seems a different animal this year with that captain's armband and Maguire out of team and Ronaldo yeah. out of team. And I think it was telling in the Everton game that you had Ronaldo ruining a couple of chances for Fernandez. I yeah. don't know if you watched the game, but overhitting was, a lot of them, wasn't he? Yeah, but like Fernandez has called for the ball. There was one instance in particular near the end of the game where it was coming over, it was going to land on Fernandez's head, he was going to knock it in, but Ronaldo jumped and missed the ball and put him off and he was like, I called him for you. And Ronaldo was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But there was a couple of instances like that yeah. where I think Ten Hag will kind of look and kind of say, well, you know, if Ronaldo was banging in three goals, I'd say, okay, I'll leave it. But he probably took two goals up from Fernandez there. Um, so does the benefit outweigh the the bad? Um, I'd like to make an honourable mention for uh, Anthony. Three goals, yeah. three games. Force United to sign him to ever do that. Um, Is he? Ever, yeah. That's mad. Three goals in the first three games. Yeah, yeah, there's a staff, yeah. That's um, crazy. I don't I can't believe that. Yeah, I would have thought like Van Nistelrooy or something would have yeah. done it, or fucking even Louis Saha, Johnson, one of them players that you just kind of <laughs> they kind of just one get in two nil. <laughs> Obama Yang, baby. He needs to sort that jump out because he overshoots yeah. it every time, or else he undershoots it. He's gonna, he needs yeah. to sort that. He's gonna fuck his knees. <laughs> his up. choppers will get caught in the grass one time and he won't be able to get out. <laughs> face plant the ground and fucking teeth full of uh of grass. <laughs> fucking hell. I love to see that an AC Milan uh, fan right beside the Chelsea fan, <laughs> the Chelsea fan of the scarf here. <laughs> um yeah, great goal. Look, par class, always said it. Um right, Paddy, I think we'll we'll move off United for now. Um because we're a good 30 minutes in and yeah. uh we need to get through a few other bits. So Paddy, we're gonna have a quick look at the fantasy football from this week. Right, Paddy. Um, do you want me to go through my first? Can, can you show both of ours there, and I'll talk through it. Just uh, I can show mine, and then uh, yeah, I can go back. I can on go the league, yeah. 
Um, right, so I'm going to pull this up. So if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it would be probably better to jump onto the YouTube channel. So, um, Paddy, I started off with 61 points this week. Uh, didn't start average off with them. Like, 58 like, um, average. Hold yeah, on. 58 average. Um, so happy with that. Uh, I brought Kepa in. I was saying it to the lads in work. Uh, Kepa is a steal at 4.4 million at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. Reason being is I was able to also bring in Ward, who was also like 4.2 or 4.3 or something like that. And he is Leicester's starting goalkeeper. So even if uh, Kepa gets dropped... Kepa? No, Ward. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, no, he hasn't <laughs> been very good. There's a reason they're, they're bottom of the league. Um, so yeah, I got six <laughs> six points for Kepa. So delighted with that. Uh, Bourne, unfortunately, only got me two. Uh, two for Zuma, two for Dallow. So... Um, struggling at the back there, to be honest. I brought Louis Saha in, and he got five points for me, so happy with that. Uh, Rashford only the two points for Rashford. Disappointing, but it yeah. wasn't really a week where I expected him to score a lot of goals. I'm, I'm planning that one for the next couple of weeks. So, um, Kevin De Bruyne six points. Martinelli twelve points. Quality performance from him. Mm -hmm. Um, brought Harry Kane in as well, seven points. By the way, I used me wildcard. Um. So oh, very good. Wild card has been used. Seven points for Kane, five for Jesus and Haaland as captain, six points, but doubled to 12. Uh, and then I had Pereira on the bench. Didn't think he was going to score, but he did score because that's what he's been doing this season. <laughs> have uh, Saliba and then Terkowski on the bench. So not much happening on the bench other than Pereira. Um, I'll bring your, your one up here. We'll have a quick look while we're jumping across. Oh, Paddy, 82 points. Yes, yes sir. Board. All right. Well, just a quick look at um, the league while we're there. Um, I only got one more point than Connor did. So Connor got 60, uh, 480. Actually, we'll have a quick look at Connor's team um, just to see. So two above average. So <clears throat> he has Martinez and Gold, Saliba, uh, Cancelo at the back, 18 points. Very good. Uh, Kukurea, seven points. Didn't think he'd actually start, but he did. Uh, he's got Grob. He's got Luis Diaz as captain. Six points for him. Um, you'll have to make a sub because he is gone. Brian. Yeah, big time. Uh, De Bruyne, Rashford, Haaland, Jesus, and Ivan Tony. Um, and then you had Murphy on the bench who got eight points, but uh, you just get them. Um, right, Paddy, onto your own team there. If you want to walk me through it. Yes. Uh, so Ederson and goal. Um, Trippier, Cancelo, and Sharon. Sorry, whoa, 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 whoa. Think we're missing something very important here, Paddy. I'm uh, triple cap. Triple cap. Yeah. Kept that one quiet. Yeah. All right, go on. Haaland, Haaland. Not a great and he week. Got, and, he, and, he, and he didn't get the goal until near the end. I was coursing him yeah. until he got yeah. the goal. But look, you know, it's still 80 points. It's 80 points. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> Beggars can't be chosen. Martinelli, 12. Son, 6. Rashford, 2. Wasn't great. Um, and then Jesus, Martial and Haaland up front. Um, I did make a couple of changes this week. Um, I suppose you'll yeah. see them next week. But um, yeah, so I have a more rounded squad now. Better it was bench. a very good, uh, very good week for you, Paddy. Congratulations, good. Cancelo being a massive one. Ederson obviously getting six in goal as well, and Trippier getting seven. So, um, some good scores there. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, good week. Good week. I'm having a good season this season. This is one of my best seasons so far, I have to say. Yeah, I'm having probably one of my worst. Um, we'll have a look, a quick look at the uh, top of the table, see who is leading our podcast. Uh, Oshin Kane, Kane City, he's back up to top. I think he's been there in and out for a couple of weeks. Um, Fletcher's Flyers, that's the first time I've seen him in the top uh, five or six. So um, Fletcher's Flyers, obviously, having a good few weeks and had 78 this week. Uh, three points off the lead, uh, 624. 
for Ushin and 621 for Dean. Uh, David Fox, who I think was top last week, uh, has dropped down to third, 52 points this week, 618. Then we've Collie Lamb, who was there before as well, and Patrick McHugh, uh, Connor Ennis, James White, Tommy Tam, Alan Daverin, Donovan, sorry, and Jack Butler. So um, fair play to everybody that's in the top 10. Um, right, Paddy, we'll have a quick one on to this one because we're not going to spend ages on it, but we will mention it. Um, we're going on to the news of the week. Right, Paddy. Um, so we've two things that we're going to be talking about right now. Um, first one I want to I want to start off with is two two controversial enough topics in the game of football. Um, one being racism, and we obviously know over the last couple of years there's been a massive move towards um the Black Lives Matter movement and so on and um equality in, in the game for everybody and stuff like that. So there's been massive strides made to to get rid of racism in the game. Mm-hmm. We've seen an incident in the Liverpool versus um the Liverpool versus Arsenal game between Jordan Henderson Jordan Henderson Jordan Henderson and um Gabriel. And basically what was alleged to have said was a racist comment um what is your thoughts on this right and bear in mind everything that's happened over the last couple of months and years with racism what is the punishment a suitable punishment that if henderson is found guilty of this so-called alleged comment what what is the punishment well first i'd like to point out that i, I probably i don't think he probably did i think it may have been something that was misheard because He's in the game too long now, captain of Liverpool. Yeah. I just, I just don't see it, see it happening. Um, although Luis Suarez didn't, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, but if he did do it, like that's six month ban, uh, massive fine, like probation work to to rehabilitate himself. If he is a racist, you know, all this type of stuff, like education, like he needs to be educated. If if it is the case, you know, because um. But I, but I just don't see. It. I just don't see. It. I want. I like. I'd love to know what he, Gabriel thought he said. Um, now, there was a, there was one thing. Where's right, Gabriel that, from? Sorry, uh, is he Brazilian? Is he? See, I'm wondering. Is it you know a phrase or something like that? That sounds. Yeah, like that, yeah. I may have. You know, now, there was there was something shouted from the crowd, um, and I actually have a clip of it. Um, shouted directly at uh, Henderson, and I, I, I'm just going to pull up the clip here for a sec. I hear you're a racist now, Father. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was shouting directly at, uh, at Jordan Henderson, apparently. Um, but look, look, like I said, we, we can't confirm nor deny whether uh, whether that's true or not. Um, but I just want to look. I, I do want to pull up something there because um, it stood out to me just the reaction of the players. Now, hold on a second, see if I can get these up. But, um, the reaction of the players around um, the incident and what was said, and it's just a bit weird, I think, from looking at the players' reactions on whether this was actually said or not. So that's obviously, we have Gabriel reacting to what Henderson had said to him. Um, sorry, you could see anything here now, so ignore the porn. 
Uh, but this one in particular for me was was one that I thought um, one that I thought was a little bit strange because if you look at Firmino on that, it's almost as if he said, "Oh fuck's sake, what are you after saying over like it, 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 that look to yeah. me just looks like it's." It's a for fuck's yeah, sake, like come on. Now we look like that's a snapshot. He could have been a snapshot. Yeah. yeah, he could have been. He could have been letting a fart or something there, and he's like trying to squeeze it out <laughs> as well, you know. But it just to me, it just it just it just seems that you know, I'm making I'm making mountains out of molehills here. I don't even. It's not yeah. even a saying, is it? Look, Zaka, Zaka looks like he was in a porno or something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, that was something that he kind of was looking at when when the incident was happening because the players' reactions was a little bit weird. And then for the ref to run over to the the sideline and kind of have a chat with his fourth official. But they they have to be seen to be taking this stuff seriously now. They can't just, you know, say wave it on. Yeah, and and apparently it was was just, he went over to have a chat about something to put on the report. So I don't know whether it's related or not. Um, I don't know whether it was a racist thing that may have alleged being said, but um, that's apparently what happened that he went Look, over to, to chat we have 4k cameras all over the pitch now there's going to be lip readers there that can absolutely say it say like be able to tell what was said so yeah. it's a matter of time give it a couple yeah. of days right uh we'll move off that one um and paddy onto one that i know it's 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 the same it's a similar type of thing but it's it's not as predominant in football um i'm not sure if you've seen it uh, I think I have the direct quote here, but a tweet was sent out by uh, Iker Casillas, a former Real Madrid goalkeeper. Um, and basically the tweet said, I hope you respect me. I'm gay. Hmm. Now, for me, I kind of, when I see that, I'm, I'm saying, all right, that's, that's, that's mad. And it was a, bit of a direct statement so it was a little bit suspicious straight away mm. um but Puyol then Carlos Puyol commented underneath it saying it's time to tell our story eager <laughs> so, so I know we kind of we, we laugh at it a little bit now but is this another type of thing that look they're not in football they're not going to get banned they, I don't know whether an FA can find them. I don't think anybody can really find them. The only thing I think that could possibly happen is a court case. I don't. Can it even happen? Like no. I, I don't know. No, like it's freedom of speech for fucking sake. No, absolutely not. So, why? 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 They're not. They're not offending anybody. There. No. Let, let's let's put some context around it. The reason he came out and said this was because he's had affairs on his wife and stuff like that, and he's been talked about having affairs with loads of different women. So he yeah. turned around and said, "I'm gay." Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. As as a as a piss take, and then yeah. Puyol said he was hacked, which is so convenient <laughs> at the time he was hacked, and then fuck, I'm like, go away out that, will you? You're hacked. Um, <laughs> look, a bit, a bit of a farce. Like, look, they'll they'll probably wake up tomorrow. They're probably drunk when they done, and they'll probably wake up the next morning and go, "Oh, what the fuck am I after doing?" Like, you know, it, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I, I think it's hilarious. What, what what I don't like is if people get offended about something like that, then people yeah. really need to grow up. And you know who who that's offending? It, it, that's not offending gay people. It's offending snowflakes on behalf of gay people. Yeah. So do yeah. you know what I mean? Th- like that's not an offensive thing mm. to a gay person. Like mm. people it, it's just really wanna, not. People just want to give out about something. 
yeah. And and I just think it's I think it's ridiculous how how blown out of proportion it was. No, um, please, like obviously if the, if there's people from the LGBTQ plus plus two community that that can tell us why it would be offensive to them please write in and let us know because maybe we're just blind to it as well and this is an education piece that needs to be done but um i don't see how anybody could be um in any way offended by what was what was done there so uh connor if you are watching uh get us your message in there no Uh, no, but paddy look it's it's one of them things because um the topic of like gay people in football it's do you remember like probably a couple of months ago or a year ago or something there was this like oh there's a premier league player and he's gay and he's gonna come out and so, like as if it was some sort of like netflix series or something like Magic. that and it was it was just crazy like to 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 think that um this type of stuff was still going on that someone just couldn't come out and say yeah no look lads i'm gay um but look let, let's let, let's call this out. i don't you like you still can't blame people for not coming out as gay yeah because yeah, even yeah. even like if you look at the racism thing people saying like you know black lives matter this doesn't matter like how many black managers now do you see in the top positions in football? It's look, it's it's slowly changing, but it's yeah. very, very slowly changing. Look, it's the year 2022 and it's still not changing. Can you imagine now them appointing a gay manager into the I, I can't see it. Should they? Absolutely they should, but I just don't see it happening. Well, it's not that they should. I, I don't think it should make a no, difference. No, they're qualified like, enough. I don't exactly. Yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. It, it won't matter the color of your skin or your, your sexual preference, as long as you're as long as you're capable of doing the job and doing it to a very high standard because you're at the highest level possible, absolutely. then it absolutely should, no problem. It should. Yeah, will it? Exactly. We know that the people will be stopped from getting jobs if they come out yeah. and said it, something like that, which is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, no, very wrong. So we're we're uh, we're all for gays here at uh, Beyond the Ball. So if you are gay, we do we do love you. Um, Paddy, we're going to move off that. So that was just a little bit of news that we weren't spending too long. We're going to start wrapping this up. We love the, the, the Malaysian Asians and the gays. We're all for you. Um, Paddy, we're going to move on to the final little segment of the week, and that is going to be the predictions for the weekend. I wish I could speak more Malaysian and kind of um, chat to our Malaysian listeners, but um, uh, I can't. So yeah. I hope you've enjoyed a little bit at the start. Got us to number two. I thought it was good, yeah. I mean, I'm going to listen to it back and it's not going to sound anything like it's supposed to. But look, I tried my best. I'd um, like to say what you said at the start into Google Translate and see what it translates as. I hope it's not offensive. It's literally, I read it off Google Translate. Oh, did you not Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to say it again because uh, I think I still have oh, it. Oh, lovely. Great. Sorry, 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 everyone. I don't have it. Sorry, yeah. the leader. Sorry about that. Um, no, don't have it. Uh, Paddy, we're going to move on. We don't, we're not going to spend too long on this. We're going to wrap this up now in the next five or ten minutes. So we're just going to get kind of scarbreaks and a quick thought on, on this game. This one I like, Paddy, because Steven Gerrard's also having an absolute fucking mirror at Aston Villa. And do you know what mm-hmm. my, do you know what would make me the happiest man in the world? If Chelsea bashed Villa 5-0 and fucking Gerrard got sacked. That to me, oh, that to me is like porn. That's just the best thing I could possibly see. Am I right in saying that Gerard had a worse start at Villa than Gary Neville had at Valencia? It's a bold statement. Have I to think get he did. That's man onto that. I think he did. Well, look, oh, sure, fuck it. Yeah. No one's going to check it. He did have the worst fucking start. Yeah, fuck he it. did. Just, yeah, and check it. this out for a stat. 
Yeah. Steven yeah. Gerrard had the worst start than Gary Neville did at Aston Villa. I'm going to clip it and I'm going to put it on. No, uh, Villa, Gary Neville was at Valencia. Valencia, yeah, even better. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Say what we want here beyond the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paddy, I think uh, I think Chelsea are going to win this one. Um, I've never been this confident with Chelsea. Um, but I think it'll be a tight enough game. I think Gerrard has a vengeance against Chelsea. Um, so I'm going to say a 2-1 win. And I'm going to say... Raheem the Dream, because he was once at Liverpool. Um, so, yeah, Raheem the Dream and Chelsea 2-1. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I do. Yeah, the exact same. Um, I'll go for, yeah, I'm going to actually go for 3-1 and a Bamiyang okay. score. Nice one. Paddy, on to Manchester United and Newcastle. Not an easy task for um, United. Um, but then again, not many games there because you make it hard for yourselves. Um What's your thoughts on this one? How do you see this one going? Varane came on for the last five minutes against Everton to shore things up. Delighted to see that he's fit and able to play. He'll be playing the weekend with Martinez in the middle. I see us getting a clean sheet in Old Trafford and I see us banging in a few goals. So I'm going to go for a 3-0 win to United. And scorer? You know what? He's going to break records all over the place. I'm going to go for Anthony to score. Oh, interesting. Uh yeah, to be honest with you, Paddy, I was actually thinking the same scoreline. Um, I do have Dan Bourne in my team, and I'll be getting him out immediately because I do see United kind of comfortably winning this one. I'm going to go with 3 0 myself, um, but I'm going to say Bruno Fernandez to score a penalty. Does he take them? I'm sure he still takes them, doesn't he? Um, if Fernandez doesn't have no, what to know? Interesting. Anyway, I'm going to go with, with uh, Fernandez to score and New or United to win 3 0. Uh, last one, and what a game to finish on. Uh, Liverpool versus Manchester City. This could be the... This could be the... How do I say this? Beginning of the end. Not the beginning of the end, but this could be like the... The staple in the paper. I don't know if that... It's not even a fucking saying, is it? Like, to show that Manchester City are the, are the best uh, the best team and that Liverpool can get nowhere near them. Um, I do think this is, this is going to be... A tough game for Liverpool. I'm not going to say they're going to get bashed because Liverpool are Liverpool. They'll be able to up their game, I think, for this one. Um, but it's I do see Anfield. City dominating possession. Yeah, it's in it's in it's in Anfield. I do see City dominating midfield in particular. Um, and I'm going to say City are going to beat them three one. And I'm going to say Phil Foden's going to score. Uh, could say Haaland, but that's a bit of a cop out because we all know he's going to score. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Phil Foden. Uh, and three one. What do you think? Haaland's benched for the Champions League game. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. play that many games at that level. Like so he will be like an animal, ready to go yeah. at Liverpool now the weekend. He will be. Yeah. He'll be like, like I'd be shit myself if I was Van Dijk. Absolutely yeah. shit myself. You can't wait to see that battle, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. I, I think they're gonna. I think they're. I, I'm gonna. I think they're gonna make a show of them because <laughs> really? um, we beat them. Um, a lot of teams have gotten goals against them. I'm going to say 4 nil. James. To see. And score. Haaland, because he's a machine. Hadrick? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. No, Foden, actually, as well. Foden is a... What a player. What a player. What a player. What a player. I know. Uh, right, so there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. And... Uh, all the, the gays and people in Malaysia. Um, 
Paddy, it's been a good uh, it's a good old podcast. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks very much for having me, Holly. This is a, a lovely podcast. It was a lovely little podcast. Yeah, do, you, um, do you have that? Do you have that bit of footage from the Emirates again? Just once more, I'd love to see. Uh, I don't know if this is the one you're referring to, but is it this one? I hear you're a racist now, Father. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking brilliant, uh, Paddy. We're gonna leave it there. Um, I'm going to watch the second half of Chelsea bashing AC Milan. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Same time, YouTube, Facebook. Twitter. We're also on TikTok. You'll get us on Spotify if you don't want to watch us and look at our ugly faces. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts as well. Speak so <laughs> if you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, do hit the little five star rating at the uh, the start of the little menu for our podcast because it helps or four. us. Um, or four will do. Four. No, we don't want four. I want five. Don't bother if you're going to do four. We have right. fucking 20 ratings or something. They're all five. So I want all five. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so do that, and if you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram as well, um, that'd be great. So yeah, Paddy, thanks for coming on, and we'll see everybody next week, Tuesday, eight o'clock. Bye.